Well, you're strange, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Hello and welcome. <laughs> really? <laughs> just thought I'd throw something out there. Just thought I'd let my voice crack a little just for <coughs> your entertainment. Anyway. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe I will. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, our podcast where we talk about pop culture stuff that we enjoy. Comic books, movies, TV. Although this one's a little different because we're just going to kind of... Um, wing it through several movie things to try to catch up on, you know, what we've missed. Anyway, I'm Eamon. I'm Charlene. And I'm super good at winging it. <laughs> um, me too. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, for anybody, we are actually still doing our book club book, even though I am currently, after three months, only 17% through it. I don't know what percentage I'm through it, but it, it's a tough read. Everything it's, under. Yes. It's not great so far. It hasn't it's not, captured my um, attention. Me either, um, which is weird for me because typically, like, I, I don't think I've ever read anything that was on the Man Booker shortlist right. that I That's didn't at least, like... A little, you know. That's what's so surprising about it to me, is that like, yeah, really it's, critically, it's pretty well received. I mean, I saw some reviews that were not as kind as others, but like, it was on the list. Yeah. And maybe I just need to like, really sit down and focus and read it. But the, but you're right, it has not like, grabbed me in no. any sort of way. And it has, it, it is a little bit more difficult to follow especially if you're reading it in short bursts, you know, where you don't have time to, to sit and read, you yeah. know, 20 pages every day or however other people, you know, um, you know, space out their reading. <laughs> however, where, however people read. Yeah. Where I'm reading like a little bit here, a little bit there, remembering to pick it up and sometimes going weeks without reading it at least several days anyway. Yeah. So I've definitely gone weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm noticing the very loud birds outside the house with our door open. <laughs> oh, I can't really hear them. Squeak. Okay, if you yeah. can't hear them, they're, they're probably not really coming through. But anyway, uh, I think we're still going to, we're going to persevere. We're going we're gonna to push on with this book. Yes. Yes. That um, is how I feel. I feel like we need to get at least 33% of the way through okay. the book before we give up on a book. Because it used to be where I like, told myself like I would just read it like just keep reading something to read it because I started it but like right. then I realized as an adult like if you're not enjoying something you can just stop <laughs> right. and not like commit to it and not feel bad about not going back to it either yeah. so okay so we're going to uh I guess 
keep a, uh, an updated tally of the percentage that right. we're throwing if we're going to It does throw me off a little bit with the, you know, my yearly goal of completing the previous year's Man Booker Prize shortlist. Ooh. But at least like the attempt and then me putting it down because I just didn't like it, I think should qualify. I think so too. Yeah. Because well, like why like make myself right? It's so. not like you're paid to review books. <laughs> <laughs> True story. That'd be good though. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't I don't know how much I'd get because <laughs> I don't know that my opinion's really worth any monetary value. But <laughs> Please. <laughs> At least a sixpence. <laughs> the um What is a sixpence? <laughs> I, yeah, I'd have to Google it. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna start, I think, with some trailers because there's been a few. Well, one really exciting one, really. Star Wars. The Star Wars trailer kind of um, eclipses all of the trailers. I don't know. I'm really, really excited about Dark Phoenix. Like I'm more really? excited. Like I know you're excited okay. about it, but like compared to yes. an actual. Star Listen, Wars movie. <laughs> I love Star Wars, but I'm not like, I've never been like a huge, like, like I don't have all that like knowledge about like all the stuff. Like I know what happens in Star Wars. I enjoy the movies. I very much enjoy them. But like, if I'm going to like pick, if I could only watch one of them, I'm picking the X-Men movie. My mouth is just like a gape. I'm sorry. <laughs> jaw, I'm sorry. Jaw on the floor. With my childhood, I have a stronger tie to X-Men universe than I do to the Star Wars universe. Just because of the cartoon? No, I used to read the comics when I was a kid. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I stole. (laughs) Well, I didn't steal. I borrowed Mm. Billy's. No, because like I would read them like we would read them together. Like I never actually took them out of his house. Like I would read and I was always Storm. Storm was always my favorite. And like. I definitely and my dad was never like really into Star Wars like I don't I mean I'm sure he's seen them but like it's nothing that like like he's like not a Star Wars guy so I didn't grow up like loving those movies well how do you feel about the new storm I like the new storm a lot I'm just curious it seems like she'll actually have a a better role in the because her first appearance was as kind of like a one yeah. of the four horsemen or whatever for ap- ap- apocalypse. Right. One of the, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> apocalypse in the last movie. That was yeah. the last movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but looks like she'll be more like part of the team in this one. Right. Uh, whatever's left of the team at the end of, of this movie. The last time the Fox studio tried to do the Phoenix storyline was Last Stand, which they really kind of fucked up and was a terrible movie uh, per my recollection. Yeah, I remember like being so excited and then like that last movie. Yeah. And then we were just like, what? Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, you were excited because first fewer superhero movies. It was kind of like a a new thing. X-Men was one of the original sort of along with Blade and some other things that kind of Spider-Man. rejuvenated, yeah, the superhero genre for is plus, it a genre, yeah. <laughs> but plus my love of X Men and X, yeah, right. Your well established <laughs> love of X Men and X Two was I just like a really good movie. X Two was a really good movie. Yeah. So Last Stand was wow. That was bad. It was just bad. But this one looks pretty good. 
And, uh, you know, I, we've talked on this on the podcast before about how the X-Men movies aren't really like my thing, but, um, I do like going to see them, especially with you because you like them so much. And also this is, I think this is probably the last X-Men movie from Fox, right? Because Disney has now acquired them. I don't even know if that new mutants movie is going to come out anymore. Um, oh, really? I don't know if anybody knows that if it's going to come out because it did all these, it went through all these reshoots and I just don't know if anybody knows if it's going to ever be released, you know, which is <sighs> too bad because the trailer was really good. The trailer was so good, I think, that it forced them to kind of go back and try to reshoot it to make the tone of the movie match, match the trailer a little bit more. Um, That's sad. Yeah. Hopefully that does end up coming out, but I don't know. Uh, do you do you have anything else on this movie? I mean, the the trailer we watched today was the third trailer that's been released. So yeah, and it's coming out in June. Uh, you know what? I didn't write that down, mm. but I think it is this summer, early summer. Yeah. Um, I think Sophie Turner is actually really talented. Like you don't really think about. You know, she's only played like really the one role that we've seen right. on Game of Thrones. And even just from like the trailer watching, I feel like she already does such a good job. So I am like especially excited about this because I think that she is really doing justice to this role of this really key character in yeah. the X-Men universe, which is cool. N less excited about Cyclops, but he's always been kind of a douche anyway. But yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Like he's an honorable guy, but like he's never been my favorite, right? Right. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Excited. He's fine. Yeah, sure. J-Law. I love her. Yeah. Uh, it's funny uh, that she's in these movies. Um, she signed a contract. I know. She probably still does. She probably doesn't want to do them anymore. Yeah, well, I don't think she's going to have to after this. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, she's excellent. I don't but. know. The third trailer was cool in that it showed, like, you know, the space mission that results in, you know, Jean Grey uh, acquiring the Phoenix Force with this yeah. Phoenix Phoenix Force, but uh, yeah, so we'll we'll watch it for sure yeah. and report back. But Star Wars, come on! <laughs> yes, it's a very exciting trailer. So I just don't understand what it means and the title of the movie, and like I probably could do that flippy thing. The, oh. Over the uh, oh, it's so cool! Like just the way that like the legs are in the air, like yeah. with the it's just like amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting for a lot of reasons. It's the it's the last uh, um movie right of like the nine part original vision that George Lucas had. Like there were supposed to be these three trilogies, and this is the last out of like all those. And right, uh, J.J. Abrams is back to direct this one after he did The Force Awakens. And, uh, I mean, the trailer looks awesome. Like the aesthetic is super star Wars and like really just, really just looks good. It does. But like you mentioned the title, the rise of Skywalker. So there's like a lot of questions about whether they brought JJ back to kind of completely, I don't know, as like a complete repudiation of the last Jedi and like so many people, I, I actually don't know if so many people love that movie. We love that movie. I thought it was awesome. So many people loved it for reasons outside of, you know, what drew people to the original star Wars story. 
which is, you know, you don't have to be a Skywalker to matter in this universe or to be a powerful person or whatever. And you know, the rise of Skywalker with Luke Skywalker being dead, it's kind of like, are they trying to rewind a little bit from the backlash that last Jedi engendered or whatever word you want to use? I don't know if that's the right one, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, Luke died in the last one, but it's the rise of Skywalker. And like, is that just in, in the rise of his legacy as like the Jedi coming back or, uh, I is Ray supposed to now be a Skywalker, even though they made it pretty definitive in the last movie that she's not. Right. And then they're bringing back Emperor Palpatine in some way. If you're, you know, the end of the trailer is his, him laughing. And it's all, it seems like they, it seems like they might be kind of bending way back in the other direction to a lot of fan service to, um, try yeah. to please some people who are upset. It's interesting. Which would be weird. Yeah. I mean, we do still have Kylo Ren, who is kind of a Skywalker. Because right. Because he is, even though Leia was, wasn't like by name a Skywalker, she's obviously Luke's twin. So it's not like he doesn't have that same like genetic heritage. So, I mean, like something could possibly lean in that direction. Yeah. I don't know. I it's mean, he just still a, seems, he seems like. I mean, it's a two-minute trailer, teaser trailer. It's whatever, but he seems to be leaning back heavily in the in the other direction, where he's like putting his helmet back together. And, yeah. Um, I mean, he is. The thing is, like the end of the trilogy, it's not going to be. Well, I guess I can't say that for sure, but you know, typically yeah. the second part of the trilogy is like the the lowest that the good guys will get, right? And right. so, I don't know him putting the helmet back on and like kind of delving back into the Anakin Skywalker part of his Skywalker lineage is maybe not the way to end a, this particular trilogy. Right. I, I mean, I guess we'll just have to yeah. see I'm, I'm and excited. hope for the best. It looks so good. I, I'm very excited. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. We watched a couple more trailers. We won't spend too much time because we were going to um, cover a lot of other stuff, but uh child's play there, I guess it was the second trailer came out, but, it has a lot more um, detail, less less teaser trailer, more like this is the movie and they actually show the Chucky doll. We were talking earlier, like we've never seen the original never seen Child's the original. Play movie. I've seen like obviously clips because it's on TV and yeah. stuff. And, but this but one I've looks never like, actually seen, sit, right. like sat down and seen Child's Play. And I'm, you said you'd be willing to. I'm pretty sure I don't want to do that. <laughs> like uh, it's got a good cast. Aubrey Plaza, uh, What's his name? Uh, David Tyree Henry from Atlanta. And I don't know, basically everything else now. He's in a lot of movies. Uh, Mark Hamill does the the Chucky voice. It's The, the trailer looks pretty good for... It looks kind of hilarious to me, though. Right. Like, these I'm are the kinds of movies... It's going to have to be campy, because, right? Because, like... Well, yeah, but these are the kinds of... Like, I don't get scared. However, like when we started the trailer, Courtney was like, uh, is this one of those things I need to leave the room for? Uh, yeah, I'm leaving the room. Cause he like gets freaked out. Did you and, just say you don't get scared? You're talking get, about at trailers? No, I don't get scared at these kinds of movies. Okay. Well, like Chucky is like, I don't know, supposed to be like the spirit of some serial killer murderer who like, you know, yeah, do you think they're going to stick the, with that? Because it doesn't. I mean, seem who knows? Like... Who knows? The point is, <laughs> even though it's like a, 
deep Maybe. down a ghost story because there's like a spirit that like inhabits this doll. Mm-hmm. It's not like like the ghost stuff where it's actually ghost stuff and like haunting where the haunting like that stuff really freaks me out. Whereas this, I'm just like it's just sort of like a hack and slash. So yeah. this seems more like AI like gone astray than a than a spirit just based on the trailer but they've but they've also just kind of tried to update it I to think be more it's current maybe so. like the serial killer who has now like maybe he access the internet mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi tegan we're recording well you were busy <laughs> yeah i'm sorry that we didn't interrupt you also sorry that it smells so good mm. well Anyway, I can't wait till you live in your own place and have to cook for yourself and everything tastes terrible. You could just come over. It seems dinner. like a lot of work. Okay. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Go cry in your room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, we watched one more trailer today, uh, Little Woods. Is that what it's called? Yes. With Tessa Thompson and... Lily um, James. Yeah. The music for that trailer was really good, right? Yeah. It was really intriguing. Yeah, and it looks, it looks like a really good movie. It, it's not typically the kind of thing that like I'll go see in the theater. No. But if I don't know. go see it in the theater, I might not end up watching it at all, right? Because it's one Until of those it movies... Until like HBO. No, it's even the, then I might yeah. not because like it's one of the... It seems like one of those movies that like... It's so like emotionally taxing yeah. that I like am never like in the mood and to gonna, watch it. Uh, I've I used to watch those kinds of movies all the time when I was when I would just go to Blockbuster Video and like I have run out of things to rent. I would start renting other stuff, but like there's so much stuff now that uh, we definitely tend to right. s- not go after those those movies that are less um, feel exciting. Good? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's going to be like a feel good movie, which, which is, is probably what we, why they've stopped making them. Yeah, well, or I think maybe we should just make. Like, scaled back. I love Tessa Thompson so much. Right, like everything that she's in, she's such a different character yeah. than she's played before, and she always nails it. It's amazing to me. Like yeah. it's amazing. You're just like. I mean, it's obviously her face, but she could be a completely different person, which I think is the point right. of acting, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. That's actor, what I've heard. But, I mean. <laughs> um, but I think that there's really no reason for us to not make a point to just go see this when it comes out. Yeah. So we should just try. Also, we did not rewatch, but also John Wick three. Ooh, yeah, we just rewatched John Wick and John Wick two, which was a good idea. It's always a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but John Week 3 is uh, May or June. I think it's in May, May 26th. It's coming up quick. Somewhere around there. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on a motorcycle with a sword. Was there a trailer with him on a horse? Was there some Dark Knight Returns action going on? I don't remember a horse. but <laughs> Man, I hope there's a horse. <laughs> doesn't really matter, but um, it's going to be amazing. So, I don't know. We're getting into a lot of new TV, like Game of Thrones just came back. The second episode of the last season is tonight. Um, 
Killing Eve, where we've been watching the second season together. Right, which I never finished the first season. I watched like an episode here or there with you. Right, and apparently one of those episodes was the last episode because you knew what happened. Uh, Yeah. And um, Barry came back, watched the first couple. I don't think I'll be watching any more of that. Yeah, I don't need to keep up. One of the... One of the only TV shows that we've made a point of like consistently watching and doing it together when we have the time has has been Deadly Class. I mean, it's over. I think the first season ended at the first ten episodes. Yeah, it but, must be because it's been several weeks. And yeah, I mean, and it seems like that was like an ending spot too for a season. If you were going to stop the season, yeah. But I mean, that was that was really good. Oh like my we, gosh, so good. We had the first arc. We stopped getting it. I think when we moved from South Carolina, we changed our um, our pull list at the comic store, and we just stopped getting Deadly Class. But um, the TV show, the ten episodes, covers more than the first arc, and uh, it's it's really well done. Like you can tell that Reminder, Rick Reminder, the original writer. It's not Reminder. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> but, it's whatever to me until I hear him say it. Then I'll say it right. Yeah. And now that he's probably done a lot of press for deadly class, we could probably go find it pretty easily. Hmm. Probably should have done that. Anyway, <laughs> you can tell he's involved because like, or I guess you can't tell he's The aesthetic involved, is it, so, it's so spot on, yeah. c- right? For what was in the books. Yeah. And, and it's just done. I mean, you can tell that the show is done with so much care and attention to the characters that, yes. that he made. And the choices that they made for, you know, converting or adapting it to, to screen just really all kind of made sense. Even the the animation that they throw in there from the comics. Right. It's like they used, I mean, did the same artist just do the animation for this? Must have, right? I mean, it's very, very West close Craig, if right? it's not. That's his name. You know, and we... We did it separately, but we watched, uh, they did like the first issue of Deadly Class and kind of like a... A moving comic, sort of. Yeah. Um, like a digital. Yeah, it definitely moving. wasn't a cartoon. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, just the fact that they worked in that that stuff and what seemed to be the original art. If it wasn't the original artist, then it was somebody copying his work pretty <laughs> pretty well. Right. Uh, but it was just it was really good, and uh, I hope that there is going to be a second season. I, I know that it hasn't been. Or last I checked, it hadn't been picked up for a second season, but it's on Sci-Fi, and it seems like it did pretty well. It was really, it, it would be really good, good if there was a second, a second season. I think he's maybe also working with Sci-Fi Reminder on a Black Science um, TV show. I think he just, I, I read the latest issue, and uh, that that series is coming to a close. But he just turned in like his first draft of a pilot for a Black Science TV show, which. Again, if done well, I'm Black Science has been one of my favorite, you know, long term comic book runs that I've been reading since I really, we started. Because you comics. love it so much, I will go back to it. But I just remember after the first arc, I was so pissed off about how it ended that I was like, I don't want to read that anymore. Yeah. But if you keep going, it kind of explains that away and then goes in all these crazy directions that are just um they're just fun. Like it's just a fun series. Yeah. It's so good. But uh yeah, I don't know. We'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From TV to movies? uh movie. We've seen so many movies. Yes. Um 
I don't know if we just, I mean, rapid fire is kind of an exaggeration because <laughs> uh, we don't do anything that way. But uh, I, I just have them listed in order of like stuff we've seen mostly in the movie theater. But I mean, we did just watch Unicorn Store I loved it on so Netflix, which was Brie Larson's directorial it debut. It made me like mentally and like physically filled with joy. Like I felt so happy watching yeah. it. It was, and, and there were parts that were like, you know, sad ish. Right. Know, where like in real, it wasn't just like a happy go lucky movie, movie, but like, man. Yeah. So good. It was so good. It uh, had Samuel L. Jackson, and uh, I looked up the guy who plays for her um, friend slash kind of love interest towards the end, Virgil. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be difficult for me to say, but <laughs> Mamudu Athi. Uh, I thought he was he was very good in, in the movie. Also, I thought his was like kind of a a moving portrayal of understanding what somebody else needs from a friend. Yes, and he's got a very calm demeanor and and voice that yeah. uh, makes it easy for to watch him do things. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, the movie is, is funny. Like it's, uh, it's got a lot of kind of pithy, like one liners from Brie Larson, especially right. and where that, she's like, Oh, these are all my artistic failures. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, like the, the timing is amazing. Yeah. Everything that's just supposed to be funny, even though like in passing or in like just small notes of things, um, it's like perfect. Yeah. Do you think, um, I'm curious about the character that she plays in, in the movie. I guess her name is Kit, but from the trailer and even through the movie, like I, I couldn't tell if she was, is she supposed to be a normally functioning person? Yeah. Okay. Just like super creative and wanting to be not live in the same box that is everyone's expectation of what life should be. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I mean, it seemed at certain points like she was supposed to like have Asperger's or something or, or, or have actual like difficulty processing things. Like she, she's confused about the world around her and, and what is real or not. I mean, obviously the movie itself kind of leaves it ambiguous until the end. Uh, what exactly is going on with the unicorn store and the unicorns and like, I, I don't know. I just, I thought the ambiguity worked for the movie is, is all, I don't know. And her character was just very strange and, um, I really related to her character. Yeah. Well, you're strange. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's true. That's all right. I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, you, the movie was okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we also saw Hellboy. <sighs> Um, in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. David Harbour kind of, um, took up the mantle from Ron Perlman and the uh, Guillermo del Toro, um, movies that were made a, a few years ago. I feel like it wasn't up there. Like I really enjoy those movies. Yeah. Those movies were really good, really well done. And, and this one, I, I get that they were kind of going for a different, take a little more gory uh from what i hear is more um true to the comic books 
it seems very like as far as like the way like the um gratuitous violence was filmed yeah. seemed very comic book panel yeah like on a screen to me like just with some of the stuff where you're like whoa yeah. oh that happened you know um so i can see that i just feel like um i don't know hellboy for me was always like a lot lighter and more fun and this just didn't seem as funny yeah um it seemed like they were trying too hard also just throughout the whole movie to be funny or creepy or grotesque or whatever it is that they it was like a little over yeah even the music didn't really seem like i got what they were going for but it didn't seem to fit like you watch a movie like guardians of the galaxy and and you can tell what they're going for, but it's also kind of seamless. And this one, it just seemed like they were picking kind of these random metal or rock songs to like, and like plastering it over what was happening. And it didn't really meld to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that too. I don't know. I uh, did enjoy, like, I think that the plot, like the storyline yeah. was actually like pretty good. Um, and I thought that like the character, like the new characters that they introduced that were not characters in the first iteration were cool characters. And I liked this sort of that bond with this girl that he brings to the team, you know? Um, I thought that those were good things about this. I just, I don't know. Maybe the whole thing just wasn't executed that well for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it even did that well at the box office because it still lost out to Shazam and another movie that came out this well, weekend. I feel like it's kind of like it would lo- lose out to Shazam. Well, well, it was yeah. the second weekend. Yeah, it, second. But weekend. it lost out to that and another uh, movie that I don't recall the title of. So I don't know if they're gonna make a second one. If they do, hopefully it's better. I don't know. Uh, I like David Harbor even. But I like yeah, Ron Perlman was just so good as Hellboy. It really and, was. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's really all I have to say about it. I did like the story, the Excalibur stuff, and it was was interesting. It was uh I think my favorite part was which is weird because I don't really read the Hellboy comics or anything of Mike Magnola's like Lobster Johnson, but you know, it was weird. That was fun with it the was, Lobster Johnson. It was Johnson weird when stuff. they did the they kind of redid the Hellboy origin from I mean, I know it's from the comics, but redid that scene from the original movie, um, but changed it through Lobster Johnson and with, uh, what's the dude's name? Hayden Church, Hayden, I don't remember. Um, I don't, I don't remember his name, but it's I, it's the guy from Wings. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Uh, yeah. The, the Lobster Johnson stuff was pretty good. Anyway, uh, we, uh, before that one, we saw Pet Cemetery. Yeah. It, um, I really liked it. And then the ending, I was like, what? Which maybe, I mean, I never read Pet Cemetery, Right. And but we, that's kind of like Stephen King's deal, right? Yeah. Like you read his book, it's so good, so much build up. And like the end is kind of like, what? So <laughs> Yeah. So as previously discussed, I have never read a Stephen King book. And so weird that you've never read one, not one. It is weird because we're book readers. Sort we used to be at least. Well, I used to be a heavy book reader. Yeah. And it's fallen off recently. But we did just bring like we got rid of like seven boxes of books 
and donated those. Yep. So it's not like we haven't read things, but Stephen King has just never been like on my list of things to read. So and, weird. Cause there's uh, so like so many things you could read. There are, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but hearing that doesn't make me want to read any of them more than I wanted to read them before. Um, I wish I had finished like the gunslinger books. I only got no. to, to like book six. I think there How are many eight. other. I think there are eight. Mm. Um, but the, the gunslinger was really good. So not everything like I do, like I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like sometimes where you're, it just kind of, like the ending just kind of fizzles. Yeah. I kind of wish we had finished the original pet cemetery movie at least. Right, and, I don't know how that the, ended either. So comparison. we could have a comparison. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, it's not I mean, like it's we on can't Prime, go back right? to it. On Amazon yeah. Prime, we can go back and finish it, I guess. <laughs> I love John Lithgow in this one though, right? Yeah. It was good. It was, it was. so creepy. It was good. It was, it was good. It was a good movie and it was very creepy. And um, I love that you're doing these scary movies with me because I know that that's not your first pick. Really not. <laughs> <laughs> We're just super into it now. I'm going to be so brave. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it was good. You want to go see, is it Legend of La Llorona? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't know. sound right, does it? Maybe. I don't remember. I just, the La Llorona. I don't you know. just know you want to see it? I just, yes. Yes. I well, maybe we will. Maybe yeah, we will. you're just not allowed to hold my hand in the theater or when we do anything scary. So, yeah. otherwise, my fingers get broken. <laughs> so, to be fair, I've never broken a finger. <laughs> Just I don't know. Maybe that's how I bruise this knuckle. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Pet Cemetery was good. Yes. Uh, very good compared to the original. Yeah, at least for what we got through. Right. Yeah. Um, and then before that, we saw Shazam. Yes. I was sadly disappointed. I yeah, liked it. Yeah, which is funny. It. It's weird because it. like, I think a lot of people really liked it. I did like it. I didn't love it. I mean, definite- I'm not usually like super... Um, picky about especially these kind of superhero movies and stuff, but like the best parts were all in the trailer. Yeah, I and, hate when that happens. I mean, you know, when it gets into like the villain stuff and Mark Strong and like his background story, and um, and then when he gets those, you know, seven sin beasts and the way that that's done in the movie, I'm like, man, this is like kind of textbook played out like villain stuff. Yeah, it was harder. I do think it was definitely geared more towards a younger audience. Yeah. Um, Kids, maybe the same age as (laughs) the... I guess it doesn't have to be kids. People are younger than us and still adults. I just think that, like, it is more for, like, the 12-year-old that, like, you know, watching this movie, maybe. But, like, I liked it. And I love Zachary Levi. And I think everything was good. I just, I don't know. It just wasn't great for me. No. Yeah. I don't know if we needed to no. talk about it anymore. No, we're good. I mean, watch the trailer. You've you've seen the movie. Except for the end, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the end I, I, I kind of saw coming, but only because I read like the, the last Shazam number one that came out. I think it had a, a lot of those elements. And... And so I was just kind of waiting for that to happen. Yeah. And it happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, talk about creepy. Us. We went and saw Jordan Peele's. Very creepy. Movie. Which was really good. However. Comma. 
<laughs> <laughs> the twist wasn't so twisty, right? It was not. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it's bad, but I'm not the person who sees twists coming. Right, and I, and saw I usually it five do. Minutes into the movie, so you definitely like figured it out before yeah. I did, for sure. But yeah, I like, mean, like five minutes in, I was like, "Oh, well, this is probably like what's going to happen." And then, but as the movie wore on, I was like, "Well, probably not." I mean, it seems like that actually is not the case, but uh, surprise, yeah. <laughs> but overall, I mean, it was a really entertaining movie. I really enjoyed. What do you call it? Not the. Uh, not the cinema. I mean, maybe it is a cinematography. Like just the the stuff they did with the camera. You know, we talked yeah. about it after we left. Like some of the shots and um, Lupita Nyong'o and what's the dude's name from uh, Black Panther? Um, it's it's been too long since I looked at all that information. But um, Winston Duke. That sounds right. Just pulled it right out of there. It starts off, you know, with a lot of this, again, the stuff you see in the trailer and you kind of start to wonder like how it's going to expand from there. And when it does, you're like, oh, I guess this kind of makes sense. And I don't know. It was, I thought, really well done. Uh, I really liked the movie. Uh, I don't think it was, I mean, it's, you know, when you make Get Out as your first movie, like what are you supposed to do as a follow-up? Right. That's going to be anywhere near as good. And I think this was, you know, I think it was really Really well done. I I agree. Um, I recommend it. It um, was also like, I liked the like, as creepy as it was. So funny too. Lots of humor in this yeah. movie. Yeah. So. And that's, I Like think, a little relief. It's kind of like the deal with yeah. like Jordan Peele. And hopefully he continues to, to like make movies like that because it's, I think, um, not a lot of people do that well. Yeah, I think um, maybe part of the reason that these movies, these creepy movies that he's done are so well done is, you know, there's like an element of timing in all of these things for people, for your like emotions and everything to like get the good result. And that's key in comedy. So if you don't have that, yeah, um, yeah. like I think that a lot of comedic actors who move on to other things. They just it's, are it's really good, good at examining like the human condition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's like one of the things that we've talked about as far as making it easier to prepare to record these podcasts is like just blocking out subjects and like talking about a quick summary of plot, but then talking about theme and like depending on what we're talking about either cinematography or the art or whatever. But when somebody's so good at, crafting a story and like looking at people it's you know it just makes it easier to talk about which is not happening for us in this case and i'm just <laughs> you know whatever well you know first toe back in the water right <laughs> uh the only other movie i had and we've seen more but we can we can start wrapping up uh, was captain marvel i was going through my amc app you know and you get to us and then it's captain marvel captain marvel captain marvel we saw it I saw it four times. And I three. And, you know, it was. Um, so the first time I watched it, I loved it. Yeah. It was so exciting. The second time I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and the third time I fell asleep again, I think a little bit, but through a different part, maybe. Or maybe I didn't no, fall asleep. I don't think you fell asleep, but 
I think you sat through it and saw kind of the um the holes in in the movie. Yes. Or like what the major issues with the movie were. And I've heard people talk about it. It's, you know, it's kind of hard to make a movie in the midst of everything that's going on currently in the Marvel universe. And then to like take this character who's supposed to be super important and to go back in time and erase everything, not erase it, but nothing has happened yet except for the first, you know, Captain America movie. Right. And, um, you know, you know what's coming, but you're just like kind of learning these characters. And like, I think that might've been difficult for them, but I still think it could have been a much better movie. Yeah. There, yeah. There were definitely holes. I just, it's been like, I'm a little bit far removed and I don't have any notes or anything from, from then, from when we watched it. But I think when you go into something with so much anticipation and excitement for it it's hard not to love it immediately just because like you're finally getting to 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 experience this thing that you've waited and and they did a good job like it wasn't it's not like that was a terrible movie like when we went to see justice league and we walked out of there and we were like (laughs) you know holy cow yeah yeah so which we were very excited to see so i mean like comparing you know there was enough of it that I really enjoyed and thought went really well that I felt like, Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I really liked, you know, a lot of the like nineties stuff, like the stuff we were, the stuff I was looking forward to. Some of the stuff I was looking forward to was like, it was set in the nineties. Yeah. We grew up in the nineties. Like, you know, the, the clothes and the music and, and all that was, was really good. Uh, the interaction between, you know, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and Nick Fury was was good, and the de aging stuff was was pretty seamless. Right. Um, I think it's really interesting to see the character of Nick Fury so different from who he is later. I think that was well done yeah. because he isn't who he was. Yeah, you know, he's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the story and the script just could have used some work. Right. Um, the Kroll scroll. Scroll. <laughs> what was his name in the movie? I don't. Um, it's it's play. He's played by Ben Mendelsohn, like the typical like villain guy. But the oh, um, I don't remember. Cal. Cal. No, Talos. Talos. It was close. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they did a good job developing his character and like this. Um, evolution he goes through uh through the movie and kind of introducing the the scrolls as a people and what their plight is and it's kind of setting up this intergalactic expansion of the marvel universe that kind of started with guardians of the galaxy right and you know who knows what's going to happen after endgame and and where the marvel universe marvel cinematic universe is going to go you know it just seems like they're going to have they're going to expand past earth like a little bit more like there's probably going to be a nova movie right yeah i don't know the movie was fine yeah uh and you know i'm looking forward to her character in game i mean i got a fucking captain marvel tattoo on my (laughs) on my leg and that was after we saw it i mean yeah (laughs) So it wasn't bad. It was, um, 
you know, it just it didn't quite live up to expectations. But uh, the next movie we're going to see this <laughs> week, twice, is Avengers, the new Avengers movie. <laughs> I do and, feel like um, Brie Larson does a good job with the character yeah. as far as the strength of the character and the yeah. um, the like core of who she is. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, she's she does this um, kind of hero pose a lot in the movie, like where she's got her like, uh, even when she's just like standing around, which I find kind of weird and distracting. <laughs> <laughs> but which is is funny because you know we were talking about the other day how um, there was some consternation amongst uh, people when they saw the new Endgame trailer, and Carol Danvers has all this makeup that she really didn't have in captain marvel uh only to find out that like the uh, the russo brothers the directors they were like well you know she actually filmed all the avengers stuff before that she did captain marvel and it was kind of her choice to kind of scale back and she's just kind of finding that character and removing the makeup was part of her um decision so if she's gonna kind of settle into the character i don't think we'll see it in this movie right right because it's her uh it's her actually her first go at it right um but uh, she's i don't know she's probably signed like a eight contract you know <laughs> a gajillion uh, eight movie contract yeah. or whatever but um so excited for the three-hour avengers endgame movie what what do you i don't even know hope will happen I hope. I hope everyone's alive. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. We yeah, know that's, that's not, not realistic. Um, you know, I was saying before we should talk about our expectations for Avengers Endgame, which is, uh, you know, I don't think we'll really do that because, you know, our expectation is that it's going to be amazing. Okay. And also, though, like it's really sad, though, that not a lot, not like all the characters aren't going to be in it. It's just back to the OG plus carol danvers like we don't have spider-man he's gone he's dust yeah i mean they're gonna come back right but at the (laughs) end you think you think it'll be all the way like at the end like it makes it makes sense i think to bring them back halfway and then there's like another movie like it's basically two hour and a half movies even if it's even if they come back at like the two hour mark we still have a whole hour with all the characters uh and what are they gonna do they clean up clean up crew Clean up crew. <laughs> I don't know. I'd watch that. I would watch that too. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, that was the saddest part when Spider-Man went away. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was so rough to watch. He was like, oh, yeah, it day. wasn't. Um, yeah, we talked about it last time. It wasn't. It, I mean, Infinity War was such a good movie, mm-hmm. such a good Marvel movie. They they wove all those characters together like flawlessly. Or with minimal flaws. <laughs> uh, minimum flaws. Anyway. No, I think you were the, right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but the end experience of going to see that in the theater was just, it was kind of rough. With the For kids. you. I mean, when Tegan cries about a movie, I don't feel the same sort of yeah, you're just like compassion. <laughs> I just get annoyed. You're just like, come on. Anyway. <laughs> It's true. So it didn't ruin it for me. I wanted to. Well, it didn't ruin it for me, but it made me sad. Yeah. Like she loves these characters and it was tough. Yeah. I know. Unimportant. But Thor, her very favorite, still exists. 
Yep. At least it was her favorite several years ago when they first came out, which is crazy because she was so small. And we lived in South Carolina. Like, it's nuts, right? Yeah. That is crazy. That we've been, like, following this through, like, this huge portion of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tough to, like, accept the changes that are probably going to come, af- you know, yeah. after this movie. But... uh Accept it, we will. Anyway, we should probably, we should really wrap up. Right. But um, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Anything you're looking forward to or whatnot? Whatever? I don't don't think so. Um, Cool. That's it. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it.